What's up? Hey. What is this? What am I listening to? Uh, I think this is the Canadian Arts Podcast with oh, uh, the Hammer Bros. With the Hammer Bros. The Hammer Bros. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, man. Uh, brought to you by Maple Syrup Records. Maple Syrup Records, yes. where taste matters, in case you're wondering. Oh, is that the little slogan? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Did uh, Gary That's, come Gary up with that? Gary came up with that. Of course. Good job. Of course he yeah, did. Gary is. That's where all the, the true man. creativity comes from. But uh, any any other uh, people out there that are uh, musicians in the Hamilton or Niagara area and looking to lay down some tracks? Uh, yes, email us at yeah. maplesyruprecords at gmail.com. Yeah, man. Send you us You may even email. get my little fingers to touch it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just a tip. Yeah. Um, so what's up in music news, man? Yeah, man. Lots of stuff. Um, Lots so- of stuff, but we don't want all the stuff. Just give us the the goody, the juicy stuff. You just want the juicy oh, stuff? I just want the juice. Uh, okay. Um, Shania Twain. You like Shania Twain? You mm. fan of Shania Twain? You know what? Uh... That don't impress me. Man. She's very attractive then and now. So yes, I'm a fan of Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> and I did like the music video. Okay, of, I was gonna say you gotta like some of the music. Something looks like a woman or some uh, med- feels man, like, feel like, like a woman. woman. Yeah, that music video is good. Yeah, she yeah, had a leopard. Yes. Thing. Yeah. 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 I wish I. I hope to age as well as she's aged. It's insane. Yeah, she's like a fine wine. Yeah, that literally. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, there Never you go. Mind. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> anyways, moving on. Uh, so she released a new album. Did you know that? I did not know you that. Did, well, you knew something was up because you've been seeing her on TV. I knew she was, you know, I was fresh print. <laughs> and you should make fun of me, but I was fresh print pressing my coffee and I saw her on TV. And I feel like, yeah, you just, you, you'd hate me for that. I just know you. <laughs> I can already hear Gary just sassing me French pressing for the coffee. French press, yeah, maybe in yeah. the morning. Yeah, yeah, we got a German press over here, so I'm not French. Yeah, no, it's just the way you make coffee. How do Germans make coffee? Totally, I have, I have no idea. Okay, actually. I didn't know if they had. A no, special I was trolling. Way. That's not Turkey, a real there thing. is a Turkish coffee way, so I didn't know if maybe there's like a German. there. There for sure is. I'm not a coffee drinker. Okay, so hit no us idea. up at Can Art podcast on twitter if there is yeah, german coffee a german type of coffee yeah. would love to know actually yeah anyway so what, what's up with shania how is her album doing uh she released a record and um it was interesting because a lot of people were talking about whether it would have an impact or not um because she i would say my opinion if you don't mind me no, interjecting is i would say it would not be good because yeah. <laughs> she's been out of the game so long and i'd go shania twain that's so 90s in the dentist chair or 2000s in the public school chair. Wait, what year are you? 89? 90? They're 90. Okay, yeah, we're 90s. 90s children. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought the same thing, but I heard the single and it was super relevant. Okay. It was like, oh, this could be a 2017 pop song. So I was like, oh, wow, she found a really? formula. She actually sounds legit. And the lyrics didn't sound contrived. Like it didn't sound like some She didn't older- sound like she was an older lady trying to be younger. A little bit, but oh. it didn't bother me at all. It okay. was like, it was in a way where she was like, oh, I'm this age and this is what's popular. It wasn't like for her. At, look, it wasn't like my, like she looked, she dressed like her age and the music still reflected her age, but it was just, it wasn't like she was just trying. Do you know what I mean? Where some people like, yeah, yeah, yeah they'll yeah. try to like dress yeah, up, I know. dress yeah, it yeah, up yeah, and yeah. like that. No, Madonna. she did it well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, she did good. It was killer. Um, I like the song, but I was also like, it's super cheesy poppy. So some people might not be into this. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard. Um, it yet. It but it did good. 
And that was the big the thing. Song? She Cause the song didn't do well. The single she released before the release of the album yeah. didn't do that well. It had a couple million plays, but not comparative of what she was expecting or used to. Okay. But she claimed this top spot in billboard 200, which is awesome wow. for multi-genre yeah. international as well. Cause she probably sells a ton in the States for um, the album as a whole or the, the album as a whole. Okay. Um, it was also her first album in 15 years. So that was where yeah. a lot of that yeah, pressure came from. Yeah. Um, and it sold 137,000 copies in the first week. Holy cow. So, and that's for the most part, physical sales mixed with online sales as well, iTunes and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, physical copies and, uh, the big change for her was, I think you were asking before we were talking about it before. And, uh, is that she's not writing with the person she was writing with. She used to write with her husband consistently, Mutt Lang. And they wrote all those hits. Um, don't impress me much. Feels yeah, like yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Uh, they were just hits, hits, hits all day. Was he more of the production? The okay. So was he coming up with like the melodies and whatnot, or was she? Um, it would have been a mixture of I'm sure of like oh I came up with this cool chord regression. She would have sang something. He would have go oh adjust this here, adjust this there. Oh, okay. They were very much a, a duo in that way. You were mentioning uh, Sunny and Cher. Sunny and Cher. Yeah. So very similar to that, I'm sure. Um, so, but this album, because they are divorced now and they're not a, like a writing team anymore, she wrote all the songs and then brought them to the studio and actually had a producer sit down with her and go through all the sound she wanted and all the tones and stuff. So it's a lot more of what she wants to sound like. Are all the songs hooky though? Like, yeah, but I think, you know, she's a country pop artist, so she knows what she is. Oh, so it's a very, it's a, sorry. So like the demographic of this was. People who are like, yeah, don't impress okay. me much. If you like that or like feel like a woman, stuff like that. Okay. Like they're, they're definitely aware of where she comes from in her demographic whilst not trying to replicate what they did before. Um, but it's great to see an artist that's, you know, in her, I think she's in her fifties or reaching towards there. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say she, she does not look 50. She, well, 45 well, let's, maybe let's, let's see. You're quickly. looking it up right now. Yeah. I'm going to look it up just cause I'm intrigued when she was on TV. Yeah. She didn't look that, but you're saying she's been out of the game for 15 years. It doesn't feel like she's been 52 out for 15. dude. She's 52 from Windsor 1965. Wow. She sold over a hundred million records. She's the best selling female artist in country music history. Remember what I was telling oh, you? Wait, wait, in country music history. Yeah. And, and among the best selling music artists of all time. See, I was telling Nick this before this and he didn't believe me. No, I'm, I am. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Cause I was going to say hundred like million. The, the one area where Canada doesn't do well, I was going to say is in country music, but uh, I am wrong. Yeah. So wow. yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so it's all the, the, all them Nashville folks, hundred million records, man. Yeah. She's the highest selling female artist in country music ever. And she's Canadian. That's I would, I would have thought like Miranda Lambert. Isn't that amazing? Or, that's so that's why I remember you're like, Oh, like what's pushing her record and blah, blah. I was like 137 is probably light. Wow. I can't believe that. Shania I honestly Twain. thought Miranda Lambert would have. Wow. Okay. No, Shania Twain, man. Holy cow. Yeah, man. I want to see what she's like, what her presence is like in Nashville. Oh, she probably can. She probably moves. Uh, yeah, she probably throws around bridges when she's down there in the States. Yeah. <laughs> people which, probably, which is wild because you know, they aren't too, too kind of taking to people that are not American uh, musicians. So. Not at all. Now, but, does she wear Canada proud on her sleeve or is she? Oh yeah, absolutely. She's on dancing with the stars right now. And then she's what? always, yeah, she's always like introduced as like a really heavy Canadian artist. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, like 52 dude. 
52 years old. Is that crazy? I wasn't more shocked about I'm more shocked about the fact that she's the top female. Okay, so yeah, top female selling artist. She's also 52 and just released an album amongst, and she just topped the records amongst okay, I'm all not, the people I'm not in surprised her. now with all that. I'm more surprised the fact that the single didn't do well rather than the Yeah, universe. exactly, yeah. but okay. the single didn't have that, you know, the flair that Don't Impress Me or uh, I Feel Like a Woman. Those tunes are like memorable to the point where like you know the lyrics and you didn't listen to it a lot probably. Does she play guitar and sing she can because that would be you know yeah. that's what i like in a country artist <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> just to make sure yeah make sure they big old acoustic guitar nice. you know the gibson one like with bigger the, than they are yeah the, 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 the classic gibson with the little dove on it yes you the know classic. what i'm talking about yeah, yeah that's the classic just good old good old country from canada right but that's the cool thing is that you would have never expected the top selling female country artist to be canadian no, I did not know that. I also think it's cool that she was able to uh, take something tragic with the divorce of her her partner and being able to uh, overcome it and put out her vision now, which is kind of interesting. So yeah. th- that'd be interesting to listen to the album to see how it is different from how it was before. We'll listen to it for next week. Yeah. We'll okay. That. Or for two weeks. We'll do yeah. that as the next album. Like the Shania 21. But uh, yeah, that, that will be interesting to see how that compares to her previous stuff to see where she didn't have a voice and where she did have a voice. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, right? and the other part about that is that's interesting is that, you know, th- her and uh, I think I called him Mutt Lang, but that's slang for his name's uh, Robert. Robert Lang. Is he Canadian? Oh, no. Uh, who is... Who, Robert Lang's her husband. That's uh, the previous producer. The previous, yeah. Who's and the he's, current producer? He's actually a South African record producer. Oh. But he lived in... Uh, they lived in somewhere when they were doing it. What was your question, sir? Uh, who who produced this current album? Was it um, Canadian? Was it a Canadian yeah, producer? Because you're saying... So she wrote the music, the chord progression. She brought it into the studio. She worked with this, uh, the producer... And I wanted to see if the producer was Canadian or if it was like a well-known country producer. Yeah, uh, it was released through Mercury Nashville. So you're Oh, right there, there you go. See, yeah, I was um, going to say. Ron and Matthew Coma, Gosling King. There's a, it looks like Rob Anilio, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, close enough. Who's this guy I work with? Bruce Springsteen, Tiesto. Weird. Um, Wow. Okay. okay so so not, she just got, she a, just got some people she liked. It seems like Matthew Coma is the guy who works with uh, like Zed and he's vocalist for a lot of, uh, like Oh, so just studio people. musicians. So she went a very classical route of country music. Like yeah. How Jake, Johnny Gosling, Cash. Jake Gosling is, uh, he's the guy who worked with, um, one direction and Ed Sheeran and stuff. Huh? So she went, yeah, she just said, Oh, she took a lot that's, of people. That's like the old sun record days when like Johnny yeah. Cash would write a song, would go in, would ask the studio musicians to play his stuff. Yeah. And then record it. Fair. Very interesting. Very cool. So she's doing, yeah, she chose to do a little different tier of the songwriting. But I think it's cool because, you know, she shared something with that, with her husband, that collaboration. That would have been tough. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. If like, I don't know, the little we know of living and loving. Well, um, no, I know. that you my know, mom's Just a, a breakup is like really hard, right? So like imagining being in a breakup. A breakup and also a breakup in the, in the and business sense. And the business. So uh, you have like three tiers, right? I know that uh, for Cher, when, she, when it was Sonny and Cher, that Sonny basically did all the orchestration of stuff and she would sing. Okay. But she wasn't really able to 
get what she wanted to do. And then I think Sunny passed away and then she was able to do her, do you believe in love after love or whatever that, do you believe, believe I think is the name of the yeah. song, right? That oh, was all her that's stuff. About? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Not about, but that was when she went into the oh, studio okay. and the whole oh, auto tune was. was the producer just cranked it as a joke and they were, they thought it was hilarious. So they put it in. It wasn't, to add as a uh, effect at the time, they were just messing around with it, and Cher wow. thought it was hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. But that was her. That what? was then. That was kind of like what this is. Once her other half was gone, then she was able to write her music, write the progression she wanted, and then she brought that into the studio and worked with a producer. Nice. Um, okay. Crazy. So yeah, it probably. I'm sure it worked. You know, a similar way to how. Sunny and yeah, sure did. yeah, I didn't know that. So interesting. Wow, crazy. Um, but yeah, good for uh, good for Shania. Um, I think the main thing that people can take from you know her legacy for Canada is a um, you know a e h a if you're Canadian and a country artist, there is a platform. The the greatest selling female country artist is Canadian. is from Canada. So yeah. like, there's no excuses in terms of that. If like for Canadian who, country, who else would you say is female Canadian country artist right now? Carly Rae Jepsen. I was just gonna say that. I would say her. She got country flares to her. She has country flares. She's pop. In her older stuff, her newer stuff, I wouldn't say so much. But her older stuff, yeah. Is the song I suggested last week had a country tinge to it. Cut to the feeling. There was some honky tonky type stuff yeah. underneath all that pop glitz and glam. Is there any other country? Because I'm not that big into the country scene, but I don't know too much about Canadian country other than Shania. I wouldn't even have thought she was country. So that's that's. Oh I'm yeah, I've. She's yes. Okay. To me, she always screamed super, super country. Huh. But she she was uh Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. Seriously, yeah, that was yeah, you were what were you telling me before about when your family was seeing her or whatever in Oh Nashville? Nashville's Nashville's just very um strict on They're elitist for they, their country. Yeah, who they who they accept in country music and Taylor Swift played at their one of their big festivals and everyone sat down because they did not think she was a true country music star oh that's insane so, yeah yeah that's They're pretty brutal so i'm wondering if they accept shania and i'm assuming they do yeah. uh, based off of the physical copies because i would say that nashville um someone from nashville would buy physical copies and also a lot of yes. people that are in nashville appreciate music for the art and w- do want yes. to support it f- with a physical copy not with a um, just a download. Yeah, I agree too on that note. Just because, um, as much as they're harsher there, they're also so much more supportive, supportive. than oh, a lot very. of other places. Oh yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, on that note, Carly Rae Jepsen, the, like the country side of her stuff, uh, like if you listen to some of her earlier stuff, it's super country. Very country. But she got pushed into the pop realm. Right? But even then, as we'll see, because guess what, folks. Oh, Today's yeah. two albums. I didn't even, are I didn't even realize that's hilarious. Justin had some weird thing oh. with Carly Rae Jefferson, but he decided not to talk about it today. Maybe we'll talk about no, it. No, I can talk another... about it today. We got a little time. Okay. Well, got, lead us up time. to why we chose these two albums. Okay. So G- well, you should start the story because it's your oh. fault. Well, I like comics and there's a comic writer named Max Landis and I like him. 
He's also a screenwriter and director. Yes, but I know him from the comic side, and the comic site that I saw said that he wrote up something about pop music with Carly Rae Jepsen, so I sent it to... It's Jepsen. Okay. Not Jepsen. Jetson. I like jet lag. (laughs) Me, the Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, So I sent it to uh, Justin here, and I said, hey, man. Have fun. And no, I, read, no, no, I, read, said, I read the first. You say? No, I what's said, your enter the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, see, um, you have to put that out there for people. Because if anybody knows me, they know if something says enter the rabbit hole and there's a going. video, it's terrible. Because you know I'm not going to be able to just be like, oh, I'm not some, I'm not like you. I wouldn't see that email. Like, ah, whatever. I got other things to do. I'm like, this is what I got to do now. What is the rabbit Anyways, hole? Anyways, I literally read the first two, like the first and a half page. Justin called me out when I, I saw him say. next because I was like, oh, I read two pages. And then he asked me what I thought about it. And he's like, you didn't read the second page. <laughs> I was like, touche, my friend. Touche. I just skimmed it's it. It's funny that I knew you didn't read the second. Anyways, one. buddy here devoted like his half his week to it. So what? <laughs> It, give okay, us so give us a summary. Max Landis wrote a hundred and fifty page. It's a narrative. That's why it's interesting because he turned the Carly Rae Jepsen entire life. See, I'm now I'm saying Jepsen. <laughs> I just said it there. So I get it. Like, geez. Um, he wrote an entire 150 page narrative on all her albums and how they relate to this one main theme and topic. And that's why I thought it was so cool because the idea he has is that Carly Rae Jepsen doesn't write a single song about positive like positively looking towards in terms of relationships okay? no it, it all, yeah there's never it's never positive and it's almost always related to this one experience with this is where I'm, i'll put my personal side of how i interpreted the document i think and max landis also wrote this in the document that she had an experience in the music industry with an older gentleman and he was involved in the industry of some kind and you know, he was already in a relationship or already in a situation and she was a young artist coming up and she like, you know, is bombarded with young guys and like yeah. guys her age and people trying to do whatever because she's an artist coming in. But she saw this guy and this guy, you know, they had captivating relationships where they created music. One of the most, you know, it's one of the most connected times yeah, you can yeah. feel with someone when you're doing that. And she was younger and he would have been older. And then so she would have fallen this what is interpreted from this document. She fell in love with this gentleman and all her songs and all her stuff is all about the fact that she's never truly been able to get over this one case, this of older love, man of heartbreak or whatever it was. And if you look at the songs and I I'll go through when we go through the album, I wrote a little piece to support like that supports that thesis mm-hmm. for all of the songs. Almost every single one. I could, really? I found one for every. Do we know who one. the man is or no? No, I don't D- think so. Did he say? Did he allude to who he Max, is? Max. Well, if you like, there's a lot of songs, and when we, go, everyone, when we're going through the song titles or we're going through the stuff about the albums, when we do this, like, think of that idea that all her songs relate to this one overall theme of like longing for a lost love that she's never the, been. The only able theme to that I found was like take a shot every time every song ended with like had friend in it. Every song <laughs> had friend in it. See, it's it, but it's not like that. It's not ever she was speaking to a lover who she actually was. Able no, to, like, she wanted to be a lover, but then every time it was friend, it was like she's like the f- ultimate friend zone. Dude, try to find a song where she doesn't mention that friend. Friend, it's impossible. You can't. Is do that it. part of the essay? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. well, that relates to exactly. That's like, the only thing I noticed. Well, think of it if, like what I was just saying to you about longing for one lost love. Yeah. If she's always saying we're just friends or we're this, we can never be more than friends. Blah blah blah. It's always every friends. every it's song. Never saying. I listened to it here and I kept on laughing because 
every song would have friend in it. Right? Every single one. So basically, I would totally suggest reading it, at least watching the YouTube vid that you sent me. We'll yeah. post it uh, on Twitter and For Facebook. For sure. We'll, we'll tweet at Max. Yeah. Maybe he'll listen well, to yeah. This. Hopefully, it'll be interesting because it is captivated. It captivated like my next four days. Thanks, buddy. I stayed up and read it. Yeah, Natalie got angry at me. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, Natalie was, Natalie was pissed because I was staying up. Um, it's, it's so captivating. Um, and because he turns into a narrative, you're so excited to see like literally like 45 or 50 songs, even her Christmas songs and her covers all still connect to this theme of longing for a lost love, even her songs she didn't write. And she's had multiple production teams, multiple, uh, engineers. She worked with multiple songwriters and they're all still have this theme present. It's insane. No other artist I've ever seen is like this. It's crazy. Blew my mind. It's mind blowing. Oh. Read it if you guys have a chance. At least watch the YouTube vid. Um, it's really, really good. Okay, so what's the first album? Um, the first album is what? Well, I don't know which one is the first one. We picked. We two. have Kiss or the side emotion side. Well, let's B. do Kiss because that's the earlier album. Okay. Um, so, what was your favorite track off of Kiss? Um. Oh, there's so many good ones. I don't even know. It's really tough. Um, I'm going to say Curiosity. I really like that one. Curiosity. Yeah, he remembers it. Yeah, because it's housey pop tune. And it was reminiscent of pre-2010 house music is what I wrote. And I said Uh, it had a super cheesy chorus. Is it called This Kiss or is it just called Kiss? No, it's called Curiosity. This Kiss was the No, 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 no. My favorite song. Oh, This Kiss. Yeah. My favorite one was This Kiss for the reason alone that I can't get out of my head. This Kiss. It's rough. Okay, honestly, when I was listening to these albums, I was like, they're all super catchy. Like every song's annoyingly cheesily catchy. Like it was, uh, yeah. My, so I'll, I'll do my summary. Yeah. What's your so uh, I felt it was a good bubblegum pop. Yeah. yeah bubblegum pop album. It did not age well. Um, no. I would say that's not a bad thing because it's it's a good listen to for nostalgia's sake, and it definitely brings you back to. It's definitely stays in when it was made. It stays in that area. It yeah. sounds like that. Yeah. Like the synths sound super soft wary, which was large at that time. Yeah. Everything has a tinny-ish quality and yeah. everything has that four bar open. Like, yeah. Right. And super 80s. But super 80s. It, yeah. It was 80s with country. But the weird yeah. thing I felt was Taylor Swift could easily sing all of these songs on her new album and people would go nuts, which was really weird to me. And that's what the whole Carly Rae Jepsen mystery is too, right? That like Call Me Maybe was so big that it. I think Call Me Maybe overshadowed this album. Oh, okay. I think because this had Call Me Maybe on it, right? I think because Call Me Maybe became bigger than, like that song was bigger than like almost any other song of that year. This, yeah, listening to this album, like every song of it was like a Taylor Swift hit. It was very weird. Right, exactly. And like, this was this is a big thing she's known for is being like that because she has so many songs. She had like fifty songs for this album, and she condensed it down to, to all these ones, yeah. and they're all that. Catchy. They, they have a definitely a countryness behind it. Yeah, for sure. But it was it's definitely stuck in the era though. That's all I can say. Like that's my yes. biggest thing of this album. I would say is it. It didn't age well, but that's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just, it's definitely super nostalgic it when is, you listen yeah, to it, it. It very much is what it is. Um, I'm going to take two minutes just to put some yeah. lyrics that commit to yeah, my go thing. Ahead. Uh, Tiny Little Bows, I wish we could be holding hands. 
I wish you could be holding hands. Uh, this kiss, something so sentimental you've made so detrimental. Call me maybe. Yeah. Call me maybe. Not call me for sure. Not call me guaranteed. Not call me this. Call me maybe. Call me possibly. Unassurance. Um, curiosity, follow you home. I'm curious, but I'll follow you home. Um, what else one did I have? I had one or two. There more. was nothing illegal that happened to her. Is there? There's some. Okay. So there's a couple songs in here that I wrote down where it's possible that she might have had something she regrets doing. Okay. That's what I, that's, that's what it sounded like. This might and be if, And if to. you look how the, the, the song or the album ends, the last song in the album, and this will support my thing perfectly. Mm-hmm. I know you have a girlfriend. That's the last lyric. That's the last song. Oh yeah. The, before that wrong feels so right sweetie to I know you have a girlfriend yeah okay next album next album was emotion side B yes I love this album I'll do my summary first this one's sick what's your favorite song roses so dope it's the last song Mm -hmm. love that tune super super cool Um, I find it hilarious too because if you look that's the last album she's released it's her final declaration to her romantic interest because it's all about roses dying and all the things of their relationship fading away and what's the main lyric Um, roses fade to black and then I want to take you back so you think she's done now with this yeah and then because it seems all the memories go and the last line it just keeps repeating please don't let me go Hmm. so it looks like she's over it and saying all these things but it looks like at the end of it she's still not like fully comfortable with it so it's crazy the last song don't let me go is the last thing that she's put out until cut to the feeling interesting uh, but yeah so that's uh that's my vibes on the album i love it it's good oh, oh sorry well yeah what's the whole summary of the album sorry. summary uh that's my favorite tune as far as the album goes i love the production on it i like it's really like my like i love the thing i say about color Egyptian, she commits to the style she commits to writing this type of pop music and i think it sounds sick so that would be my interpretation of it. Super 80s vibes. Production super crisp. Um, these are the tunes that didn't make it to emotion, which is amazing because they're all so good. And yeah, I really liked it. What did you think? What do you think my favorite track was? Body language. My favorite track was Roses. Oh, was it? I, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Eh? And I love that shockingly, song. I had such a tough time choosing a favorite because I really like this album. They're so good. Right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's so, that's so funny. I've listened to the album now like 20 times it's so w- within like <laughs> three days. Um, uh, the reason why I liked roses was because so it reflects. Funny. We the, never agree on anything. No, like this, no. People, and we haven't ever. talked about this and we haven't talked about um, this yet. Roses so reflects the kind of music that I write, like the, the music aspect the side of it mm-hmm. was very reflectant of what I write. S- and Same. I also felt, and I'm putting this out there, Chance the Rapper, we need you to put some bars on this song and what? then re-release it as a single. Yes. I think Chance the Rapper on this song would be sick. Yeah, that would I'm be I'm just amazing. saying, when I listened to it, I was like, I can totally hear like, some, yeah, like I can totally hear yeah, him coming in. Yeah, totally. You know? Listen to it again and you can totally like write a Chance the Rapper bar in the song. And I think... I think it would be a smart move if they got Chance the Rapper, do a bar, and then re-release it as yeah. like a new single, and I think it would add fire. 
my review. she's got a new album coming out eh oh i didn't know that but oh, we'll, yeah. t- we'll talk about it okay my sorry, summary. Go ahead, sorry. so my summary for this album though was it blew my mind i wish this is what pop music was like right uh everything was everything saying. was it's different like- it was very 80s but it wasn't 80s in the fact of it was like pulling it was pulling elements from the 80s but it wasn't mimicking the 80s yeah like i have the four song fever like i thought it should be in like the breakfast club that was totally the vibe yeah and okay when we did the last podcast i went out and got a synth that synth was used on this on the <laughs> yeah this, the, on this that was all, all the synths were, were that thing that i, that oh, I purchased. so sick. to me it was cool but the sound of this album to me, I felt like it will be timeless, unlike the Kiss album. I agree. This one I listened to and I was like, okay, I can see myself being like, oh, I can pop that in and it's not going to be nostalgic. It'll still be have the same feeling it had the first time. You heard it, Which yeah. was weird. It was also cool to see as an artist progress, but I really like the fact that it had these 80 vibes, but it wasn't doing what a lot of people do is it didn't just copy the 80s formula it just took these certain things took the synths took the the drum type of sequences you know the cr 78s and, yeah. and put it in and it yeah the whole album is really good and when i listened to this i thought okay yeah she definitely she deserves a spot in the top female pop artists yeah nice that's sick i didn't think you were gonna like it that's awesome it's so good though like it literally it's, when it's i went through the max seat when you were saying i got obsessed with it i'll tell it off here the reason i got obsessed with it because i started listening to all the songs i was like oh they're all so freaking good and i have already liked her but after you get through it you're like how is she not more pop? Emotions, yeah. Emotions side B after like Dude, I listen, emotions like that's like one of the best pop records from that year. I listened to Kiss and I was like, mm. and then I listened to Emotion P. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and the I, progression. And then right? I listened to it again and I was like, wait a second, like how did this totally go under the radar? Because then I looked online and it's been out for like two years. Or there's like a small cult following. Yeah, that's coming I was like, it, this though. is insane, people. Yeah, man. Am I the only one here taking crazy pills? Right, exactly. (laughs) No, that's awesome. I feel, and Max is pushing this, so a lot of people are discovering that album being like, it's actually so good. I think that Max Landis and Carly Rae Jefferson should definitely make an indie film where he uses this, even if like if it's true or not true, uses this the narrative, this narrative that he's created, and create uh, like a short film. It'd be it. insane. It would It'd be, be awesome. so good. Yeah, that's sick, man. I'm glad you enjoyed. Well, now we can listen together sometime. That we you know we yeah. both like it. Um, okay, sick. Well, that's uh, that's the thoughts on the album. Yeah. And, so, uh, so now it's that time where we ooh. give you our tunes that are probably not good for you to listen to. <laughs> so, uh, what uh, what was your what what have you been repping? Uh, mine is gonna be a new Dead Mouse tune. Dead Mouse times Shoddy Hora or Shoddy Hora. Uh, the song's called Legendary. Check it out on YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever. It's a cool. Uh, like noisier type dubby tune mixed with like hip hop on top. It's cool guys from Toronto. Um, Dead Mouse saw him performing or saw him on YouTube. Was like sent him a Twitter being like, "Oh, I like your beats. I probably can make better ones." And then he responded, and then they wrote an album. Nice, super cool. Check it my, out. My choice is also from the Toronto area. It's a group called The Beaches, Ooh. and the song I chose was "Money," Love which is kind of like a Reptilia. Yeah, by the Strokes, Reptilia, but it's it's it has difference to it. But no, it's cool. It's unique. It's I feel definitely ch- a cool song. Yeah, check it out because I feel that uh, this group is going to be very popular in the next year. Yeah, the blow up. They are going to blow up. Yeah, 
All right, cool. Well, so, so that's awesome, it. Man. So Hammer Bros signing off. Signing off. Peace. Peace, guys.